What is the one thing in your business that is going to make you the most money? This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Kyle from House Flipping HQ with a special episode for you today. So I want to share something with you that Justin and Bill just posted in the Flip Hacking Facebook group that we started. Bill had asked a question where he said, what's the biggest obstacle? What's the number one thing that's holding you back from scaling your house flipping or wholesaling business? So a bunch of you guys responded, which was awesome. And basically, Bill uh, took the number one response and said, hey, let's, let's get on a call. He and Justin got on a video call, and they dug into this one thing, basically breaking down like, here's what you do. Here's where you start. Here's how you get past this obstacle. Here's why it matters, right? So I want to share that video with you today. Uh, obviously, this is just the audio version here on the podcast, but if you go to our HouseFlippingHQ.com website, you can check out the video there. Uh, if you're not part of this Facebook group that I'm talking about, the Flip Hacking Facebook group, go ahead and just go to HouseFlippingHQ.com slash Facebook. That's HouseFlippingHQ.com slash Facebook, and you can join the group there. So, all right, let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, Flip Hackers? Yeah, woo! I brought Justin on this video with me so I could get some like somebody to pump up the crowd. So, yeah. Uh, Pick up the energy. I, so we've, we've had this group going for only like a little over a week now and we're already are over 500 people, which is incredible. Um, yeah. if you guys haven't, you know, shared this group with your friends or invited people in that, you know, are in real estate that want to scale and grow, please do. So, Hey, I, I, I wanted to get on this call and, and create this video because I posted something a couple days ago that says, uh, like, what's the one thing that's stopping you from scaling or growing your business or even getting started? And the overarching theme was kind of hiring and getting out of your own way. And also just kind of like building that rock star team. So it made me think, you know, three years ago, I joined this, the, the seven figure flipping mastermind group. And it took me back to that place. Because I remember um, the first call, like when you join, you get this onboarding call, this deep dive call into your business. And mine was with Andy McFarland. And, um, and the one thing that he said to me, we were talking, I was flying full-time for the military then, and I was flipping like one house a year. And I just, I was driving to the job. I was doing everything myself. I was taking calls. I was looking for leads. I was looking for the next project. Once I got a project, I was working on that project nonstop until I found the next one. And then once I sold, that one was done, I was looking for the next one for six months. And I, I, it wasn't consistent and it wasn't a business. It was just kind of like a hobby. And I, I knew it, but I wanted to be. I don't, I don't get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at Home Depot like every day working, <laughs> like driving on my way to work. I was stopping at the job on the way home, all that stuff. So, so the one thing that, that, that Andy said to me is if you want to build a business, you've got to grow a team. Like you've got, you, you've got to, and you know, not even further back than that, it was almost like the Justin's podcast that I was listening to. The one thing that got me actually into the group, now that I even go back further, was Justin's interview with Vanessa and how you found Vanessa, hired Vanessa, what she does. She was on the podcast with you. And that, I was like, holy smokes, like this guy has an assistant that works for him. That's crazy. Like, and just hearing that and how you guys, what she does and what you do day to day and how she helps you, it was like game changing for me. Just thinking that, that I could do that. But then I like going to the call. I didn't, I told Andy on the call, I don't ever want to hire anybody. Like this is, <laughs> I'm afraid to hire somebody. I don't want to hire somebody. And you got some people watching this might be in my shoes then. And you might know exactly what I'm talking about and how it feels. 
I don't want to be responsible for putting food on other people's table. I want to build this business for me and my family, but I'm scared to go do that and, and be responsible for somebody else. Even though I'm responsible for my wife, I'm responsible for my kids, I'm responsible for myself, all of those things that I do already, I just don't want to, I don't want the, like the burden on my shoulders, I felt like. And I remember Andy saying very clear, clearly to me, well, you've got to decide if you want a business or you just want to do 12 houses a year like your goal is. And you, you, you do it all. And you decide, but if you want to build a business, like this call is over, basically, think about it, figure out what you want to do, and then we'll get on another call in a couple of days and we'll talk about what it is. So I remember exactly where I was. I was in England with my wife and her parents and I was thinking about it. I said, you know what? This is exactly what I want. Like I want to build a business. I want to build something that's sustainable. I want to build something that will operate without me. And that's where the scaling and automating a business that we're talking about in this group comes from. Like this is what we do. We are phenomenal at building businesses that operate without us. And I think that's what, that's the overarching theme of what you guys are talking about is hiring the right people. So and then like what to give up, what to give up and how to do it. So the, the, the first step that he gave me was, and this is an actual item that you guys can do today. And especially at the end of the year this year, we're at the end of 2018, you know what you did this year, the amount of time that you spent, how much money you made. So he said, add up all the money that you made over the last year. So I had flying income. I had, I had a real estate license. I was doing a couple transactions there. I was making money there. My flips, well, my flip, it was one. Um, my rental properties, I had a couple rental properties, all of that. And then how much time did you put in to create that, that amount of money? Like how many hours over the year, like per week, multiply by 52, what does it look like? And then what's your dollar per hour? Like what do you, what do you value your time at? And what did you make for your time that you put in? So like return on time, right? And mine, I remember it was just a little over $50 an hour. So I did that exercise. I wrote it all down. I really thought about it. I calculated it all out and $50 an hour. So then he said, anything that is less than that. So anything that is $10 an hour, $15 an hour job, could you pay somebody to do that? Stop doing it. Like think about stopping. Like if you can delegate that to somebody else. So who can you delegate that to? Um, does, can you hire somebody to pay them $12 an hour, $15 an hour to do those tasks? So then you can free up your time to make more money to be compensated at $100 an hour, $150 an hour, $500 an hour. And very quickly, I realized that it was possible. Like I stopped cutting my grass. I stopped, uh, I stopped doing all the little things that were taking so much time when I could pay somebody $15 to cut my grass, you know, and it takes them an hour, hour and a half to do it. I get my time back and that just happened to be on a Saturday or Sunday that I can play with my kids. So, um, Justin, I know that you, you and I have talked about this a lot, like hiring people. And I think it's kind of like an obsession of yours at this point. Right. So um, I know you're <laughs> Do we like, just finish wow. a call where I'm like, hire all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, hire everybody. I want to hire 10 people at once. Um, so um, it keeps me balanced. It's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have to, somebody has to, right. So, um, so I think that the, the big thing for me then was, okay, a lot of you said, okay, hiring the right people. And we can talk about that further in the future, but really it's about what I did was I created that and I said, okay, $50 an hour. Now it might not make sense for me to pay somebody 
you know, $200 for a 15 minute task or something like that. But if I can go out and I can look for like, what is the one thing in your business that is going to make you the most money? For me, it was going to look for properties, like finding properties and negotiating sales. So what is going to give me the biggest return? So if I can free up my time, because I had very limited time too. I was flying airplanes full time for the Navy, 10 to 12 hours a day, five days a week. So on my time was mornings, like early morning, late evenings and weekends. And I had, I had a young son and a, a wife, we had only been married a couple of years, that I, I wanted to see occasionally, right, as I was building my business. So, so then I created a list of all the things that I was doing on a regular, like every single thing that I did, I broke it down, what was I doing? Every single thing. And I, then I can look on there and say, okay, what of these are $500 an hour type tasks and what of these are $10 an hour type tasks? And then... Now you say, okay, what do I delegate to them and what do I keep? You keep the high-end tasks that you can do and you delegate the tasks that are $10 an hour, $15 an hour, $20 an hour type tasks to start raising your income level and your dollar per hour. So that is like step one and two, I think, of figuring out, if, especially if you're just getting started or even if, you, even if you aren't, even if you have four or five people that are working for you, I still do this today. I still create my list of things that I'm doing and then what should I be doing and what shouldn't I be doing? And then I can delegate this and what's it going to cost me? Um, I mean, you're costing yourself more money by not hiring that person and not growing and not scaling and building on your business. So, all right, Justin, yeah. I didn't bring you in here to pump up the crowd. <laughs> what do you think about all this? Well, so before this, Bill told me, he's like, Hey, this has to be kind of short cause Bill knows I can talk. So yeah. I've had lots of ideas, but I didn't want to steal your thunder, make it go too long. But also when you're, when you're hiring, you want to make sure like when you're bringing in someone new, you want to make sure that you bring someone in that whatever task that you give them, it's easy to train them on at the beginning. When you're just a one man show, cause if you bring someone in and you have these 10 tasks that you're like, okay, this is like $10 an hour work. I'm going to give away all these things. But if you're trying to train them on 10 tasks that may be somewhat complicated, that's going to become a full-time job for you. So for example, when I hired Vanessa, I wrote down all the things, this was like years ago, right? When I hired Vanessa, I wrote down all the things that were really easy to train. Like anyone could go do like turn on utilities, go get like lock boxes, like all that, just all that stuff, put signs in the yard, all the stuff that was really easy to train. And then I wrote down one thing that might be a little bit harder to train, but that she could, could take as much time as, as possible. For when, because I knew that I wouldn't be available 24-7 to train her. So her job was to do all these things that had to get done on a regular basis, but then whenever she ran out of time, to go do this one thing. And for me at that time, we were making a lot of offers on the MLS. That's when we were buying a lot of houses on the MLS. So that one thing was I trained her how to um, analyze properties, make offers on the MLS, and that's something she could do 100 hours a week if possible, right? So she was now taking the 20 hours a week from my life of just stuff, that was easy to train her on stuff that I don't want to have to do. Plus in her extra 20 to 30 hours per week, just making offers and buying houses. And it was incredible. And we grew from there and automated our business and ended up flipping over hundred houses per year. And I was putting in like five hours a week and it was all because of the system, but then also hiring it out the right way, finding someone who could do that and replacing yourself. Yeah, I, we, I always call those infinity tasks. Like the stuff could just go on and on forever. Like yeah. it has no, never ends. So if you have something like that, it's ideal. So my first person was um, answering phones. Uh, so I was looking for leads, trying to find properties and also uh, flipping. So we had 
Um, we had her doing all the stuff that you talked about, like putting, uh, scheduling the signage to go in, working with realtors, uh, getting the, getting the utilities turned on, turned off, all that stuff, transactional based. Um, but it's, if it, once you start getting going, like the, the, the hardest part for me was just taking that first step, like hiring that first person, getting yeah. them trained. Cause I was going into this unknown, right? That's like the scariest yeah. part. And now it becomes a little bit of like, it's just a must have in a business, right? Like you cannot run a business. It's not a business. If it's just you, like it is, I don't know what it is. It's a hobby. It's something like it's, it's a time it's return. It's just you working for money. There's this whole like concept of solopreneur. Like if you're a solopreneur, like what does that mean? It means you created a job for yourself, right? You're not an entrepreneur. You're not, it's, it's, it's nothing. You've created a job for yourself. Maybe it pays well. Great. But Really, it's about working with people and building something amazing so you can go do whatever you want, when you want, and your business keeps running. And like Bill mentioned, like at the beginning, if you've never hired someone, like that might be, um, it's a mindset thing, right? You want to move forward. It's like making your offer in your first house or buying your first house. There's a lot of unknowns, but it's a skill that once you learn that, and there's, there's obviously things that we'll continue to talk about and elaborate on and how to do that and how to go about that. But as you learn that skill, a lot of it is mindset. A lot of it is taking that first step taking action, uh, hiring that first person, knowing that it worked out and then you can grow from there. So, yeah. So I guess, you know, we, we can talk about, you know, how to do it, like what it looks like, all this stuff in the future. Um, just for now, just, just know that like, if, if okay, if, if you, if it's just you right now and you're looking to make that first hire, you just got to take that leap. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? Like if they don't work out. Okay. I, I know it sounds like the end of the world for you, but it's, it's not that big of a deal. Like, and, and be quick to make that decision. Like, don't, don't go down the road so far and so far and get into this relationship. Like if, if that's it, that's it. So, um, and, and try to, you know, be realistic with the expectations of those people, especially when they first come on, they're not going to be you. So the other thing that yeah. I found is like 80% of me or 70% of me is just fine. Like if I had two of those, there's one and a half of me. Right. And then also me. So we're, we're doing a lot better than we were before, even when somebody's not going to be there. So, and I hear that sometimes people say 80 to whatever percent of you is fine. The truth is like those people will become much, much better than you for multiple reasons. Number one, because they're going to learn, they're just going to learn that thing. They're going to dive into it. They're going to own it. Um, and they're going to, they're going to become much better than you, than you anyway. And number two, it's because if you're doing too many things, you're going to drop the ball guaranteed at one point or another. So they're going to be able to continually do that task to where they're going to become two of you. Right. Oh, Oh, <laughs> all right. So we can stay on here all day, but, um, that's it. That's all you get today. Um, we've got another meeting after this. So, Hey, if you, um, if you have any questions or this brought up some kind of follow on things or questions you might have about your situation, something like that, just post in the comments and we'll, uh, we'll just answer you kind of one-on-one there. So, um, sounds good. Anything else, Justin? That's all I got. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, see everybody. We'll see you yeah. soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.